Hello everyone, my name is Tatiana Gefter, I use she-they pronouns, and I am playing Alma of the Veil with the Gravedigger playbook. Hi, my name is Nishit Zaya, I use any pronouns, and I am playing Fletcher the Witch. My name is Janine Florence Asinto, I use they-them pronouns, and I play Haku Bayani, Starkeeper. Hello, my name is Okta, I go by they-them pronouns, and I will play male three strings. From the Weaver's Hi, my name is Harper Sage Pettit. I use they or she pronouns, and I will be your guide for this season of Queer PG of Kith and Pen. The content warning for this episode includes flirtation and discussions of violence in war. Dear Mom, we're at Portsmore. It's been raining nonstop since we got here on Fletcher's birthday. Anyway, with all the color gone from Portsmore, oh, right, all the color is gone, so it's raining and there are no colors here. Like one of those mystery films uh, Mr. Twinkle plays. Speaking of Mr. Twinkle's movies, Humans! Those are some scary beings. And crossed out, you read. And those are definitely not the reason the gods are are getting kidnapped. Completely crossed out. Anyways, we went to investigate the disappearance of color at the crystal shrine. When we arrived, the room was empty, other than a crystal and a stout peacefully asleep on the ground. We started to search the room for one of those thoughtsmores. Little Estrid. Thoughtsmore. Orbs of purple energy that are created from Kith and their memories. And uh, finally found one high in the room. Calyx threw Fletcher up to it and tried to catch the orb. And really, it really looked like he could fly. Once the orb was safely on the ground, Neo started to weave the memory in one of those, their tapestries. They're calling it a weave bag? I only got to see part of the process because Fletcher and I went to find a way to wake up the stout. Oh, right, Calyx came too. We met Ton another uh, member of the Crystal Shrine who let us borrow their kettle and told us their mammy could also see the thoughts mores. Oh, uh, question. Do you know anyone else in our family that has this site? Anyways, mammy needed a little uh, assistance with communication, so Alma helps commune with mammy so we can learn a little bit more about sight. While that was happening, I watched Neo weave, but like actually watched and mom, it was beautiful. The energy and the motion and thought you saw on their face? Beautiful. Seeing someone in their element. That's really something. Anyways, uh, we've got the memory with us now and we're going off. Love you, Mom. From the stars that wave to you, Haku. We pick back up with our group in the Crystal Shrine. Neo. You've just finished the finished the wee bag. You have it maybe there in your lap. And Teller walks over to you and says, I'm kind of surprised that worked. Honestly, me too. But uh, it, it seems to have worked pretty well. I hope it holds up. I, it looks like it will. Very, very fine craft kith, craft kith ship. 
Thank you. I hope we can return the colors to you. I would really like to see this tower as it's intended to. That would be wonderful. What's what's your next step? Where are y'all? What are y'all doing next? Well, there's several things we need to know. We need to see if there's any relationship if between this and and what we told you about the books that are missing. And I think if there's any other gods with physical manifestations around here, we should probably pay a visit to that and start to you know, kind of like looks nervously towards towards the Wivak and maybe understand a bit more on why the human will do what it's doing. Must really have a reason for this, right? If it has a reason we can talk maybe just resolve it nicely. Yes, I I do agree, but the only two places where the gods really manifest here are, are Spirit Island and and the Crystal Shrine. And you've been to to Spirit Island already, or some of you have. Yeah, we we, we definitely have, and and in there, it really didn't look much better than here. Where where did you think we could maybe try and get more information? You went to the library. Was that of any of any help, Alma? It was helpful to meet the members of the guilds and that sort of thing, and finding out about the stolen texts, but. Beyond that, it seems like the really useful stuff, the stuff that would help us, is the stuff that got stolen. Actually, uh, didn't Ton's mammy tell us to try the library to look for archives? She had a, a vision about the, the human. Yes, that she did. Are they really so scary? Yes, yes they are. Right, Fletcher? Yeah, they're pretty scary. I mean... You can try touching the wee bag. Can you see what's inside? And Neil will will kind of like unfurl the opening a little bit to see if the if the line if the light kind of like shines through. It just looks like an empty bag to me. What do you mean? I don't see anything in the bag. Try putting your paw in it. Alma just sticks her paw in the bag. Nothing happens. Let me take a look. And Ton walks over and just like looks in the back and like back and forth like y'all crazy there's there's nothing in here that's really strange haku goes and looks in the bag it's still in there right yes haku you see it nao you see it uh fletcher you see it teller walks over looks in shrugs i don't see it mammy did mention something about having the sight you can see other things that we can't yeah 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 i'm not i'm not I'm not having a complex about this, I promise. Does it feel cold to you? Does it feel cold to me? Nope. Mm, no. Do you see the color purple? What? Nope. Don't answer that question. I'm going to just... Well, I mean, have you opened to Middle Dwell yet? No, this is our first stop. There's an old friend of mine there. Um, their name's Flower. They're a, a memory keeper at the memoriam. Uh, maybe they know a bit more about these thoughts, Moors. That's a good idea. Do you guys want to hit up the library and then leave? I just need to make sure that the ship is done. Should we maybe also send a, a letter to, to Birch? Or maybe maybe we can go pay pay, pay Birch a visit before we go? Yeah, I think, I think that's fine. We should probably also send a letter to uh, Fallon to let Zem know how our... Um, about our findings. <laughs> Maybe they should start talking to each other. They probably have a lot to share. They're both into quite a bit of pressure. They seem a bit overwhelmed. A little bit of a support group between the servals. Servals do seem all very stressed, don't they? 
yeah, I think that's a great idea. Calic speaks up and says, All right, so it seems we have some people who need to go to the library and some who need to go back to the the ship. Fletcher, where where are you going? Um, I'm probably going to the library. Haku raises their paw and also I'm I'm going to the library too. Haku loves libraries. Do do we want to keep the tea team together? Sure. Okay. Alright. So I will accompany Haku and, and Fletcher to the library and Alma and I guess Neo, you're going back to the ship? Sounds like a plan. We can just go say goodbye to Birch on the way. Well the the, the ship is at town hall, so Perfect. Let's go do that. Alright, well meet us back at the ship. Um, let us know if you find anything. We'll, uh, get everything ready for our departure. Maybe we can, um, hit up the market and see if we need, need anything to restock. While we get there, while we get there, Alma, if you, could you catch me up on, on exactly what, what you saw when you were talking to mommy? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can definitely catch you up. Cool. Thank you. It's very interesting. All right. See you guys in a bit. See you. Bye. 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 The groups head off in their um, separate directions. Um, I guess let's handle the the library first. On the way, again, we'll say that Calix is walking next to Fletcher again. There's a, a little space in between. It's the tea group! Hawk is gonna take the same position! Gonna go right in the middle! And you actually hear Calix kind of like, <sighs> How are you, Haku? I, I like how we're keeping the teams the same. I also really enjoy libraries, so this is going to be a really good adventure. And like, what? Are, how about Fletcher? Are you excited? Yeah, I really like to just see new places. Maybe one of these days I could, especially after the color comes back, I could maybe show you the the coast and you could see the ocean and uh, the, the airship flying over. It's quite... Quite a sight. That'd be really nice. Oh, and Haku could see the, the stars in the sky. Oh, that's so exciting. Yes, Haku, you you could definitely see the stars in the sky. Yes, it's Haku, Haku would be there because we're the tea team. The tea team, yeah. Woo! The tea team. Do you like libraries, Calix? Uh, yes, it's it's been a little while since I read for pleasure, but I'm considering getting back into it. Whenever I try to read, I get the pages really sticky, but I still like it. What are you doing with your books? Um, I like to read during snack time, but, uh, I tend to eat with my hands. And then when I flip the pages with my hands, it gets the pages sticky. But it also really helps me with telling where I am at the book, because the parts I've already read are all stuck together. That makes sense. Have you heard of eating not-sticky snacks while reading a book and maybe using a bookmark? Like like what? All snacks are kind of sticky. There are more snacks than, than candy. Well, I eat candy, and then I eat fruit, and... Um, sometimes I like, I like nuts and plants, but I usually like to mix those with the fruit. Um, oh, and sometimes I like to put syrup on all of it. Including your candy? Um, sometimes. That sounds extremely sugary. Yeah, it's really good. You should try it sometime. Yes, that's, yes, sometimes. Maybe, maybe when we go to the beach. Sure, you can eat snacks at the beach. And so, the, this sort of like, semi- 
flirty, not really sure what it is conversation with Haku, kind of peppering it as well. Keeps going until y'all get to the library. Uh, again, uh, this this is massive building. Looks more like a modern, like mid-century modern sort of style of a building. But you would just recognize it as something that doesn't look like what the lastings would, would have. And the three of you go inside. Uh, there is a like a circulation slash informational desk there with a little lizard there standing behind the desk like organizing different books on a cart. Hello. Oh, hi. Welcome to the Portsmore Library. How can I help you? Um, hi. I'm Fletcher. Um, I'm looking for archives of visions, specifically visions from Tom's mammy. I don't know Tom or their mammy, but um, we do have a special selection of archives, but unfortunately those aren't open to the general public. Oh, we're not the general public. We're here on a mission from the Lastings with our serval, and we met your serval, Birch, um, and we're trying to help with this whole no-color, all-the-rain situation. Oh yeah, I'm not too sure. I really just organize books and tell people where to go. I can try to see if our library director will allow this. Would you like for me to go get them? That'd be great. Okay, I will be right back. And that's when we jump over to Neu and Alma. So how's the conversation between the two you going as you head over to the, the Flying Dutch Kith? So pretty much what happened was I sit on the ground and I have the thing in my hand and then I just have to think about it really hard. And the other side is a lot like... Um, like a town without any houses like there's a lot of paths and roads and things and there's usually like some fog but this time there was a lot of fog and so it was kind of hard to reach out to mammy um but remember how i bought that whistle from that cow yeah yeah it, i tried to blow on it like here and it didn't do anything but then i blew on it over there and it like was really loud and it got mammy's attention and it helped her become more like aware and corporeal it was so cool i've never seen anything like that before so you're not really having any any problems with your magic then it, it still works pretty well i i guess so i i mean it's like it doesn't really feel the same as magic does it depends on the spirits the spirits are definitely affected by whatever's going on, like disappearing and not being able to, you know, hold their forms and kind of being really distant on the other side. So whatever is happening is definitely affecting them. But because I channel them, it's it's like if there were to be an absence of the ghosts, then I wouldn't be able to do anything. It w I would have nothing to channel. Yeah, that doesn't sound very, very nice. But also, do you think that the fog may be related? If you can't see them so clearly, if you're starting to need tools to channel them. Maybe. I've definitely never seen that much fog before. That was pretty weird. Was it tiring? Because I don't think I've ever been more tired and worn out after a weave than, than right now. Well, you were doing a lot, so that makes sense. And you were, like, touching the invisible thing, so that also makes sense. It doesn't take that much, like, physical effort for me to do it. If I'm working, like, with a body, then that can be really emotionally tiring. 
but not usually physically tiring. There's a lot of emotional labor involved in that. Do you miss it now that we're traveling around doing other stuff? I know it hasn't been a long while, but you used to be so busy doing that all the time. I'm still busy, just in a different way now. I mean, I like helping people and, you know, I my job's really important, but it's it's a lot sometimes. So it's kind of nice to take a break. Now we'll kind of like look at you with a bewildered look. It's weird that you consider this a break, but let's... Let's go see if we can say goodbye to Birch. Alma just nods, like, yeah, yeah, this is a break. This is like vacation. Neus worries towards Alma's continue to continue to climb. So I, I imagine the small talk would go on until you get closer to the Flying Dutch Kith and, and downtown. Y'all arrive in downtown. Uh, Birch's door is open and he is just on his desk like writing away, writing away, writing away and doesn't even seem like to, to hear that you've come in <clears throat> and kind of like jumps. Oh, uh, hello. Uh, how are, what's going on? How are you? Good, good. We're just um, finishing some things up and then we're going to be on our way. So we just wanted to um, kind of let you know what the plan was. Fantastic. Um, where's Calix? Calix is at the library with um, Fletcher and Haku. He has been super good. Very good. He's great at throwing flying squirrels. I guess that's a good thing. But yeah, I, I've seen a lot of promise in him for a while, and I think this could be a good opportunity for him to sort of stretch, flex a little bit, and see how much he can grow. Yeah. So, the situation is that we... Well, I astral projected and talked to a spirit of a grandma, uh, Mammy, um, and um, we found out a little bit more about like the Thoughtsmores and the He-Mans. So they're at the library right now, looking through the archives, and we're here because we think it might be good for you and our Serval to start talking to each other and stay connected on this whole, like, gods disappearing thing, because you never know what the situation's gonna be on that. So maybe some inter-intercommunication between you guys would be nice. So, we're going to, um, give you all of our Serval Palin's contact information. We're gonna send them a letter from here, just letting them know kind of what we found out. I'm going to, you know, make sure that my ship is all ready to go and stuff as well. Yeah, I 100% agree with all that you said. And as soon as I'm done with writing down some of these financial plans, I will write a letter to, to Fallon. Awesome. Yeah. I do appreciate all your work in this. And once things are resolved, please come visit and we'll actually have a, a proper celebration for, for you. That will be super. We we do like celebrations. Oh, uh, that's a gorgeous bag, by the way. Oh, Thank you. It. Um, I guess you don't mind if we take the thoughts more out of out of your city. Oh, the, the thoughts more is in there. Uh huh. Wonderful. No, go go right ahead. Especially if it will help you on the journey. I think so. If you don't mind, I've got a little something to ask you. I'm thinking of starting a new piece now that we're going to be traveling around so much. Um, in between all of these really cool locations and we already know a servo we know you we're probably gonna meet someone else and i was thinking of maybe making a little piece with a piece of each and every one of you do you think i could have a little bit of that beautiful beautiful purple robe you have well it's not purple now but like it will it will be back to being purple and he has like that the quill in his hand and he takes it up to his mouth 
and taps a couple times. Looks at you, looks down at the rope, and says, Why not? And just kind of reaches down and starts to pull a little bit of a, a thread. It ends up being about, like, two feet long, and hands it to you, Neo. Grab the little piece of string. Thank you. Thank you so much. I think I can do. I can use this to make more. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, I, I've got business to attend to. Is there anything else I can help you with? Take care of yourself. And also, maybe reconsider closing off the city to incoming ships. It's a time where you need help, not closing off. I, th- I think that's a great idea. Thank you. Bye. Till next time, hopefully under better circumstances. Mm, sort of like waves and plops back down on on the desk and starts scribbling away and as the two of you head back downstairs and outside to the ship we'll jump back over to the library so the three of you were standing there for probably around five minutes and then you see the the lizard kind of walk back from a a back room and a a vulture an older more regal vulture um kind kind of comes out more gliding than than walking and she says well my name is lavender and my colleague here said you would like to see the archives is that correct yeah that would be great and like she smiles and then says i'm sorry that's simply not going to happen why not well the archives were burgled recently and I just can't have anyone else in there right now. If it's already broken, we're not going to break anything else. Simply can't take that risk. I'm truly sorry. We're trying to help the situation. And, and, you know, Birch really, really trusted us to try and help. And this is really the last thing we need to do before we have to go to Middledwell. I'm here as well. I could keep an, a watch on them. Calix like, points to his uniform and, and badge. I'm a, I'm a town guard. I, I'll make sure everything's safe. Yeah, Calix is really great at keeping people safe. I think Fletcher or Haku, I'm going to need a heart roll from you. Nine. I rolled a two. What's going to happen is Lavender kind of looks back and forth, kind of squints her eyes and says, you two can go in, and you have to stay. Uh, pointing at Haku. Yeah, th- that's 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 fair. Uh, question: Am I allowed to look at public records of star charts in the area? Absolutely. Um, floor four. Thank you. Hey, hey, is anyone else out there obsessed with dice? Does anyone out there want to join that? I have too many dice sets for my own good club, or is this going to be a party of one? Because I would be the first to tell you that I have a dice problem. But I don't necessarily think that's the worst problem to have. So if you've got the same mindset, QueerPG has a fun little offer for you. If you head over to fanrolldice.com, you can use our code QueerPG10 at checkout to get 10% off your purchase. They've got gemstone dice, my personal favorite. They've got wooden dice, they've got metal dice, and a whole bunch of other designs and accessories to fit all of your dice gremlin needs. So, if you find your itching for something new to add to your collection, head on over to fanrolldice.com and remember, QueerPG10, that's Q-U-E-E-R-P-G-10, at checkout to get 10% off. Have fun rolling! Lavender leads you to a place kind of in the back by like massive doors 
pulls out this ancient looking key. To you, as Kith, it seems like an, an ancient key. But as players, it, it looked it would look more like a, a like a standard house key for like what we what we have today. But it's it's a bit bigger. Um, it kind of fits in her hand like yay big. So almost feeling like six inches or so long. Um, and she unlocks this this door, and you go inside. There are just like walls and walls of really old books, filing cabinets with different records. And she says, well, what are you looking for? I'm looking for a vision that Ton's mammy had. My colleague said something about Ton's mammy, and I'm, I'm not sure I, I know who you're talking to or, or about. Um, this would have been a seer. Um, Ton works at the Crystal Shrine. I don't know if Ton's mammy worked at the Crystal Shine, but but Ton's mammy had a vision about purple human. We don't have any archives of memories here, but let me see. Where is it? Where is it? She walks over to a shelf, pulls out a, a an old-looking book. Uh, ah, here it is. Um, yes, this might help. She hands it over to you, and it's a a book called The Sight and Memories, a catalog of what I know. This is great. Uh, was this written by Tom's mammy? Um, no, it was written by somebody, somebody named Court. Um, not sure really who they are, but they do have a description of these memories or manifestations of, of memories. The, the thoughts, Morris? Yes. Okay, um, great. Uh, do, do, do you have a napkin or something I could use to clean my hands? Uh, and Calix clears his throat <clears throat> and pulls out a little handkerchief from his breast pocket and hands it to you. Oh, thank you, Calix. You're so great at things. I try. Fletcher cleans his little paws and then, um, takes the book to read it. Give me an instinct roll, because this is written in kind of like old kith and it's it's kind of hard to read uh that is a nine plus two so 11 you read this book and it's it's a challenge but it's from a a kith named court shortly after the great uprising and they're just kind of going through um what they've seen um so them like realizing that they had the sight, seeing the thoughts moors, their first memories that they kind of saw. And what really sticks out to you, in addition to just a, a greater detail on on thoughts moors and, and these memories and how, like, you've learned that they're when big emotion happen and they're a, a gift from the, the gods, they do detail this purple shape that they saw and after a while they eventually stopped going into these thoughts moors because they felt like they were becoming quote-unquote corrupted by quote-unquote what came before how long before is this book about this probably would have been around like 500 years ago Okay, so, like, the book is 500 years old? Yes. the I guess the, the Great Uprising would have happened probably, like, 50 years before this. Um, and it, it kind of, again, like, details a lot of, like, Court's, like, younger life from, like, shortly after the Great Uprising to when 
they eventually stopped digging into thoughts mores and trying to purify themselves. Uh, excuse me, Lavender? Uh, hello? Do you know anything about what came before the Great Uprising? Well, the Great Uprising is in reference to when the humans and machines battled and nearly destroyed the land of land of Haith. Oh, I don't know a ton about the Great Uprising, but do you know what came of it? The tragedy of the Great Uprising was also the birthing of the Kith. We rose from the ashes and we are now here, hopefully doing a better job than the Humans. What happened to all the Humans? The same thing that happened to the Machines. What happened to the Machines? They essentially fought themselves to extinction. There were absolutely none left? There are absolutely none left besides the remnants of their places of battle. Do you, do you know where those battle places are? Fletcher, you have seen uh, one of those, like, y'all flew over one as you came to Portsmore, like the giant, like, crater, like the metal, the the bones. And so she says, well, if you came from the lastings up the coast, you probably saw one. From what I tell, can tell and the research I've done, they... They're everywhere around here, but we've reclaimed those spaces, and for the most part, our world is peaceful. What do you think would happen if a human came back? If a human came back, that is quite impossible, but if they did come back, I could see things returning to the way they were. The way they were? Greed, corruption, killing, taking from others who have nothing. That's really scary. Yes. I, I think this is all I needed to look at the archives. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. Do you know Birch, by the way? Yes, I, I do, actually. I think you should get tea with him sometime. We've had tea before. Um, or maybe we could have tea again. Yeah, I, I think that would be a really good idea. Well, let's get out of here. I've got some records to go over. Let's jump over to the Flying Dutch Kith. Neu and Alma would get there first. And so you you would see Teal there. And Teal kind of like says, oh, Hey there, um, I, I think we're about done, but we just waxed the deck and you can't you can't go up right now, okay? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. Hey, um, we kind of left someone here. Do you know where he is? Teal looks at you, looks back up to the ship, and you, like, hear, like, a little bit of a crash. Uh, like, it sounded like wood, like, falling over. And you hear, like, a, damn it! Yeah, the, your friend, um, is up there, um, but everything's fine. He's just, he's, he said he's cleaning up. Yeah, he's cleaning up. Damn it! Alma doesn't say anything. <laughs> she just starts walking up the- Hey! Hey, 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 I'm always second. Teal's like tried to to grab you. Give me a brawn or swift check to see if you can get away from Teal's grasp. And I guess this is when Calix and Fletcher and, and Haku come up. Uh, you're seeing like the struggle. Yeah, so that's a 12. Teal is a lot bigger than you, but you get away from their their grasp he's got like the the like the your shoulders kind of like hey come on hold on 
I just take off my jacket. I'm gonna like essentially play the floor is lava to get to where to get to where Chandler is. Oh, so like hopping up on a barrel and like a yeah, like walking along the the thing, yeah, like the the railing. Uh, I love it. So you land up there on the deck, and yeah, there's no wax on on the the deck floor. That would be dumb. Uh, but you you do see Chandler over there near your your captain's quarters. His back's towards you as he's picking up like an easel with like what seems to be like a, a wrapped or, or covered like picture frame. And he goes, God damn it, damn it. I hope it's okay. I hope it's okay. Oh, God damn it. And like gets it kind of like set back up. You see like a table with like a spread of like different like treats and things and he hears your uh footsteps oh uh, hi alma and just like kind of stands there and, and smiles it's not quite ready you, you weren't supposed to see this yet is everyone else here uh where are they i don't i don't see them they're still on shore because of the wax yes um could you get them to come up i i have something to show them something to show you Sure, Chandler. I'll go get them. Alma's like glancing around at things to make sure that they're not too messed up. I mean, the the ship seems to be in like the best shape it's been in in probably like 15 years. Alma's gonna, you know, give one more kind of side eye before going and getting everyone. And Chandler just sort of like nervously laughs and kind of like straightens up. The sooner the better. (laughs) Hey guys. Alma, remember to breathe. Remember to breathe. It's okay. Don't do anything, Rush. Chandler has something to show us, and he would like everyone to come on board for that. Blink twice if you're forced to do this. I'm not sure yet. Okay. Aku walks up. Yeah. We go. Alma is no longer a floor is lobbing. She leads everybody down to where Chandler is. The five of you end up there in front of Chandler. He says, um, well, welcome. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, I just wanted to do a little something for you all. Um, I think we kind of got off on the wrong foot, and I know a lot of that is, is my fault. So uh, I guess this is just a way for me to say I'm sorry, and I hope we can start trying to be friends. And he walks over to, like, the little cover over, like, the what looks like to be, like, a rectangular, like, picture frame, and, and pulls it off. I made this. Um, I hope I got the colors right. I started it after the colors were gone, but yeah, this is something I love doing, and Hopefully you like it. And you see beautifully painted, like, oil painting. It's very detailed. It's the Flying Dutch Kiss, kind of from a distance, with four silhouettes, kind of, like, looking out over the uh, the horizon. There's room for me to add another silhouette or two if we feel like it, but I felt like the, you all would like to see this in Alma. There's not a lot of art around here, so maybe... This could help a little bit. And I made snacks too. Chandler, this is so sweet. I was really not expecting this. That's beautiful. What you said to me meant a lot. And I know, like, I haven't told you all this, but I've been going through a lot lately. And it's not an excuse, but I definitely was an asshole to you. So I'm sorry. Haku does start start walking up to, to, to Chandler and just awkwardly gives a hug. 
Chandler, like, arms still kind of, like, he's, like, again, like, standing there, kind of, like, at attention with his, like, little hands, like, out in front. And you just, like, hug around him and he's, like, standing there. And then, like, slowly, like, brings his arms around. I made puffers. And then I just let go and I give him a little sheet of paper that has a star chart of what Haku found in the library and then walks to the snack table. So he would kind of fold it up, put it in his pocket. Um, and at the snack table, you all do see puffers, which are kind of like fried like donuts, but more like a croissant. And I guess what other snacks might be there? No bugs. No bugs. No bugs. There's definitely, like, fruit of some sort, for sure. Maybe, like, cut up into fun shapes. At first, you're like, what the, what the heck are these? And, like, they're, like, vaguely cut in the shapes of the silhouettes on the, the, the painting. Guys, guys, there's, like, a lot of empty space in that, in that painting, right? Right, Alma? Alma is just kind of, like, shuffling her feet a little bit. And, like, no, yeah, there's, there's a lot of... A lot of empty space. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely room for like one or two more. So we're putting per- Perch and uh, Calyx in there. Kidding, 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 kidding. And then Haku goes crunches on some seaweed chips from the snack table. Yeah, no, it's really, it's really nice, uh, really nice painting, Chandler. Uh, th- thank you. It's honestly, I think what I like more, even uh, sorry, Haku, um, more than the stars. Yeah, well, that's saying a lot. Thank you for. The snacks and art. Absolutely. And for telling us that you're going through a lot and for apologizing. I accept your apology as long as you don't touch my things. And no experimenting on my ship. Yeah, that was a major dick move. I'm sorry. It won't happen again. I cleaned it up and will take on as many other cleaning duties around here and start pulling my weight as much as possible. Seriously, let's stop talking about this and let's just celebrate. Alma's gonna stick out her hand to him to shake. He would grab it more like like this and then like do like more like a curtsy bow kind of thing and say, we need some music. Hey, boys! And, like, the lizards would, like, kind of, like, scurry up on the deck, and some of them would, like, start playing some different instruments. Now it's finally, like, the end of the first day. Not happy birthday, Fletcher, anymore. You all get some sleep, and then the next day, Teal works with you, Alma, to get some supplies run from the the barges to to downtown after just like one or two runs like the 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 city is starting to get into better shape calyx provides news that they got some other ships up and running and will start kind of continuing that that work i guess with that i y'all probably head out to middledwell right waving goodbye to our new friends as we go calyx has officially joined the group and waves goodbye as y'all start sailing or, or flying east. And you do fly over the mountain range that you you flew next to, kind of all, all the way up the coast. And so you see, like, this very, like, mountainous region eventually, like, peter out into, like, very, very flat, flat lands with not a lot of color, uh, not a lot going on besides these massive farms that seem to roll for for miles and miles on end with these massive beetles pulling various equipment. You see, like, the farmers down there, like, waving up at you. As you get 
probably like an hour, hour and a half away from Portsmore, you do see kind of like off in the distance, like the grayness stop and you see like color and you you f- f- fly into the color and close to like the end of your first day, you see down below something that catches your eye. It's a massive machine, uh, probably around the size of like a football field. And amongst like the rusted, jagged parts that stick out this way and that. And on the the mech slash machine is a, a circle of like very vibrantly colored tents, uh, a, a sign that's kind of like flapping in the wind. And the the closer you get, you're able to kind of make it out. And it says, Soot's Magical Mosaic. Guys, I think I think that's a, a really cool shop from here. Are you are you reading the same I'm reading? Is that the magical item shop? I make puppy dog eyes to to Alma. Alma, can we stop, please? Alma, look how colorful it is. Alma, please. Yeah, yeah, all right. We can, we can make a stop. Let me, let me, let me pull in here. And Alma's gonna redirect the ship to um, pull into whatever, like, docking area this uh, shop has. There's not a docking area. You just find a, a place that's, like, somewhat open to, like, tie down to. And actually, as you, you get closer, you you realize that this is no shop. I mean, there there is a, a shop or, a, like, a tent set up to be a shop, but um, other tents set up with, like, various, like, performers. At, like, the center, there's currently, like, a, a drum circle going on with people dancing. And in the back, you all notice this, and Haku, go ahead and give me... I think I need a heart roll from you. I've rolled twos the entire session. Eight. You start to run but then hold yourself back as you all see like at this big tent in the back a sign that says now presenting performances from the magnificent starkeeper Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can follow QueerPG on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at QueerPGPod. QueerPG is made possible by all of you who listen and share the show. So if you like what you hear, please rate and review. It helps other people find the podcast. You can also support the show by signing up for our Patreon at patreon.com QueerPG. If you're interested in seeing transcripts for the episodes, all of those from previous episodes and episodes to come can be found on our website, QueerPG.com. Until next time.